Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. So you discovered a graph that tells you... Uh, who you spend, well, well, on average anyways, I think this is probably for, everybody's story is different, but uh, on average, who you spend the most time with throughout your life as it progresses. Yeah, this data has been circulating on social media for the last couple of weeks, and people are calling it eye-opening, inspiring, and depressing all at the same time. Expl- well, explain to people how your life supposedly unfolds. Yeah, so this data shows that your time spent with parents and siblings peaks in childhood and begins to decline uh, pretty significantly, actually, after the age of 20. So they they say the key takeaways with that bit of data is that time with family is limited and you may only see your loved ones um, like a few times a year after you hit that peak. Right. You know, depending, obviously everyone's situation is different. This is just aggregate data. Right, because you and I and everybody knows people. I mean, there's, I would say that it's average is what it is, right? Because there, there are people that we know that live within like just blocks of their family and that it never goes away. Yeah, they they're, they're always together. Consistently spend a lot of time yeah, together. Right. So that obviously is not the average. Right, right. Uh, time with friends peaks at age 18 and declines sharply to a low baseline following that peak. Um, they say invest your energy in the healthy, meaningful friendships that will last. I could see that because you get busy. When you're 18 and under, your friends are your main focus besides your immediate family and school and whatever activities you're in. It it has been said, and I believe this, and this goes throughout life with this, spending time with people, that you are the average of the five people you spend most of your time with. Mm -hmm. Because of the influence they have on you, you are the average of those five. And I 100% agree with that. So this is, with with that being said, these um, graphs are pretty important. Revealing. Yes. This is, that, that's a great example of how much impact you have on your children's lives. Mm-hmm. Right? Time spent with your partner trends upward until death. They say that who you choose as a partner is the most important decision you'll ever make. Find someone you genuinely enjoy spending time with. Because that one... As you get older, that's that's the person that you spend the most time with. Is I, I, a close second to that has got to be your coworkers. Uh, yes, coworkers. Uh, that is a pretty steady amount of time during the prime working years from twenty to sixty. Uh, the key takeaways: you'll spend a lot of time at work. Who you choose to work with is one of the most important decisions that you'll make. Find work and coworkers that create positive energy in your life. Right. Think about that, and then they wonder about again. We go back to this. The great resignation. Yeah. People, I think a lot of people, when life slowed down, had a chance to figure that out. Hence, Johnny Paycheck, take this job and shove it. Right. Or, right? I mean, literally, that's what happened. Or, they were like, I'm not going to live my whole life or eight hours a day of it, five days a week, for the majority of it anyways, mm-hmm. working with and for people that I don't like. Or people that went home to work 
and then realize like, wow, this is better energy Yeah, than being in an office. Right. And that wasn't the case for everybody, but I know a lot of people that, that realized this is this is a more pleasant atmosphere right. than maybe the one that I was in before. Because a toxic work environment will carry over into your home life. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, time spent with children. Uh, this one, the average is that it peaks in your 30s and declines sharply thereafter. Obviously, that depends on how old you are when you have children. I'm a great example of that not being a fact. Right. Because not, I even, didn't, not even close. No, I didn't have, I didn't have uh, Clara to 47 years old, so I will have... My peak, I'm in that, I'm living it now. Right, yeah. right. And so am I, and I'm yeah. 38, so right. mine will be a little bit Skewed onto the higher, older end of that. Higher yeah. too. Um, so yeah, this is it, that's, oh, and then time spent alone steadily increases throughout your life. They say find happiness and joy in the time you have to yourself. There will be a whole lot of it as you get older. Time alone? Time alone. That doesn't scare me. Yeah, me neither. I was actually just talking to someone and she was like, oh, I'm going to have to drive to Thanksgiving by myself. It's a few hours. And I was like, that sounds amazing. <laughs> I would not be mad about a few hours by myself. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, how, because you got that, you have that time alone, right? Yeah. And you can, you can turn on a podcast. You can listen to music that you like. You can be alone with your thoughts and just enjoy the scenery. You can talk to yourself. You can have quiet time if yeah. you so choose, right? I think a lot of people don't get enough of that. I think so too. And I think because like we are in that peak parenting time. Yeah, we have crazy kids. In our right. life. Yeah. Plus working, plus all the other commitments. Right. Like there's very little alone time. Right. Um, where you're truly alone. So I can see well, that. As a couple, when was the last time that you and I just had a span of a couple days. I'll tell you when it was. May. Yeah, in Vegas. Yeah. Literally. And I think most parents obviously can relate to that because your children consume and they need you. Right? Of course. When they're when they're growing up, they they need you and that's that's all part of the process. Yes. But that's why you do learn to appreciate alone time whenever you and I have like a moment. Well, a great example is upcoming in a couple of weeks. Your mom was going to take the children for a night while we. She was going to take them for two nights. Yeah, emceed fire and ice, and which is a big fundraiser for our uh, United Way, our local United Way chapter, and we were gonna, and we were like, oh my god, we're gonna have a whole weekend. We we don't have to rush home to a babysitter. Right. Just all of like, that, we'll right? Come home to an empty house. We'll get to sleep in Sunday. We'll go get the kids, and then my mom, my mom, my poor mother, she had an accident. Yeah, slipped and and broke her leg right. and had to have surgery, and so. Um, and she's she, still hell bent on. Yeah, she thinks the kids are still coming there next weekend, and I was. Like, we'll have okay, to monitor mom, that. We'll see how you yeah, feel. Like, right. No, I'm not going to put that on you. You're literally laid up. But at the same time, if you view things from her eyes. You, you and I both know how fast the kids grow and how right. and how time flies and how limited because she's a couple hours away. Yep. How limited is her time with them when she has them like that? Yeah, and she right? takes them probably twice a year. Right. So it's it's special. And 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 sees them maybe every couple of months, right? So it's if like that, yeah. yeah, it's it's not very often. So, so there's a great example of her wanting and and I understand that, right? It's like you get she wants time. Yeah, it's interesting. And 
the there's one that because we're talking about grandparents, like I spent a ton of time with my grandparents. Right. So the amount of time that our kids spend with their grandparents is completely different. If that right. was a graph, like based on my childhood and theirs, right. it it's like completely night and day different. It's sometimes I wonder because I, I didn't right ever spend because my grandparents were so far away. Right. I'm talking five, six hours mm-hmm. constantly. I never, ever had any of that. So I, I, I guess that's just like relatives in general. And you were really tight with your cousins. Well, I grew up in the same yeah. community on and, the same farm. And your aunts. My aunts yeah. and my cousins sure. and my grandparents. And we were all there. Right. And so we spent a lot of time together. Right. And not so much anymore, but. But you, there. but you did have that chapter, which yes, is awesome. Yes, yeah. very much. That's we awesome. Yeah, super close. So it's just it's interesting when you when you really start to think about how you spend your time and who you spend your time with, and how much it affects your life. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because that again, you and I, we know what a toxic work environment mm-hmm. will do to you. It's absolutely draining. It is the worst, and that's why. When you brought up the graph of how much time you spend with people throughout your life, the first thing that came to my mind was, okay, obviously with family, kids growing up, and then even yourself, when you grow up and you go out and you start your own Mm -hmm. family, but work, yeah, my God, if you're going to, that's what I think I said, mentioned this earlier. That's what the wake up was. Yeah. The, um, it doesn't matter how much time you or how much money you make, rather. It's all of that time that you're never going to get back. It, and it is a significant amount of time when you think about, and you say you're working eight hours a day, if it's like eight to five, that's nine hours. You know, if right. you're taking a lunch break, whatever, add, you know, one maybe evening a week of some sort of work, networking, meeting type function. Um, if you're commuting, obviously that would be a long sure. time, but it's still like, that is right. a lot that's the majority of your time. CNBC had a great article just recently uh, uh, on a young man who I started following funny, like a couple of years ago during the pandemic, oh, really? I started following him. And uh, he's this kid who's been, he's not a kid, he's a young man now, but he was driven his whole life by, by you know, getting the best grades, doing getting mm-hmm. into the best college, getting the best job. So... Through he talks about through his high school career, getting you know his whole focus was SATs and all that other Mm -hmm. stuff. He got accepted to Berkeley, went from Berkeley to Harvard Law School, was always top of his class. Right, got a job with big corporate law firm, making big money, and he said the culture was so toxic that he just and it was during the pandemic Mm -hmm. when he just hung it up. He was like, you know what, I'm done. And he was making when when he got out. Right when he was in, when he was, I mean, he was making over two hundred thousand oh dollars a year, gosh. over three hundred when he quit. So right? what does he do now? He uh, well, he's a life coach, and sure. he and he ta- and he's a motivational speaker, and he also represents. He started his own law firm where he represents small creators, and he's doing something that he's passionate about cool. because he likes to create as well, right? And uh, he fell in love with it, and he thought, "Well, how could I help other people with the same interests?" Uh-huh. So that's what he does now. Wow, makes that's less awesome. money, but he he'll right. t- he'll tell you about how happy he is. Right? He's just 
it's an incredible story. And I, it was funny to listen to him initially talk about it because it was it was eye opening. Mm-hmm. And he was the one that goes back. He was like, chase happiness. Yeah. Not money. Not money. Right. And people don't understand. Listen, what happens after you die is anybody's guess. Now, I know that there's a lot of people that have deep rooted faith and that's great. And of all different faiths, but that's all that is at this point is faith because you don't know. Right. Right. You don't know. Nobody knows. So make the most of the time that you have while you're here. Right. That's what it comes down to. So that was the, our topic was just looking at that graph and finding out who you spend your most of your time with. And then look, yeah. Looking at your, your own time. Right. And if it kind of putting putting yourself on that graph and, and figuring out who you spend time with. Have you ever spent time with individuals just because you felt obligated that weren't employee or fellow employees like coworkers? Um, like you just felt obligated besides family. Yeah, just or it, the family could be. But you, you, you could, I think you know what though. Now, I didn't mean that exactly no, no, the way that it no, came out. But it is. But it's listen. No, this what it, what's going to unfold here in the, this week specifically, and then through the month of December, there are a lot of people that loathe the get-togethers during the holidays. I'm not kidding. And. And by the way, we're not one of them. I'm not saying that I am. I can tell you I certainly don't. I don't mind getting together with family. Your family, we've always had a good time, right? But there are people that I hear and th- that they talk about it like, God, I just want to get this over with. I can't drink enough during during Thanksgiving holiday. We always get in a fight, right? You hear that type oh, yeah. of stuff. And it's just like, wow. <laughs> that's And you, how many holidays do you get? You get that once a year. Right. Right? Make the most of it. Don't. It, it, well, that kind of comes back to that, like, don't do things that you don't want to do. Don't hang out with people that you don't like right. or do things that you don't want right. to do. Right. I think that's Just because you feel like you should. Right. But that's a sense of obligation. Like, I've got to do this. So you're going to be miserable just so you can make somebody else happy. That's miserable anyways. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you're letting you're letting miserable people dictate your life. That, again, is another one of them things where I was talking to a friend of mine recently, and we were in the same boat as families. He was like, you know what? Because they have kids now. Same as us, too, right? And he was like, we just had to finally say, on Christmas morning, we're getting up at home, and we're going to spend yeah. it with our kids. And he's like, nothing against, because they also, wonderful family. They get together all the time. But he was like, you know, we just reached a point in our lives where we had to put our foot down yeah. and be like, and this is what we're going to do. And that just happens, right? And, and I thought, you know what? I think a lot of people get to that point. And some do, some get to that point mentally, but never actually follow through. Right. That's that's exactly it. Like they I don't. Just, I and think just, back to my own childhood and we, all, all my family lived in the same town, but we would get up on Christmas morning, quick open gifts from Santa. And then it was like, busy, busy, busy all day long, like running to and from, and we have to be here and we have to do this and we have to do this. And so I know there's like an expectation that I feel like that that's what I'm supposed to do or how how it should be, or that's normal or that's what it looks like. And and we have pulled back as well on like, no, this is Christmas morning. We do this. And and 
you do have to have those boundaries. Yeah, yeah. I think boundaries boundaries is a good word. Yeah, it doesn't have to be right? like a chain link fence, no or an electric fence. <laughs> no, no, no. But I think I think that's looking at that graph and realizing how much mm-hmm. time you spend with people. And again, one time, folks, you get one go around. Now there's a lot of people that believe that they can come back as a bird or whatever. Again, I'm not taking shots at anybody's beliefs, but I'm telling you, live your life like you're going to do it once because you don't know. You again, I there's and even if you get to do something again, it's going to be a different experience, right? right. Like this, this iteration of you. Yeah. Is this one time? I'm, we're setting you up here again for the coming up. This is a new year coming up, right? And I think a lot of people through, again, 2022 was the year that, God help us, we made it back to what I believe is some sense of normalcy. Mm-hmm. But what we, the lessons we learned for the past couple of years, I think we're carrying with us. Mm-hmm. And they're not, that is not going to go away. No. And I think it forever has altered the course of the way we're going to live. Absolutely. That combined with a younger generation that has a completely different thought pattern mm-hmm. than, than the ones prior, including my own, right? I think, though, that's going to that's gonna set up for a very different world that we live in. Mm-hmm. And it starts now. And it's just going to keep changing yes. and keep progressing. Yeah, and it's not... And when people say, well, that happens with every generation, not quite. No, this not one's quite. different. This is very different. What's happening is very different. I think that, uh, again, you, it, God, we could have this conversation, and I would love to bring somebody in who could explain it a little bit better, but if you look at how quick the past 100 years, because mm-hmm. we all know how past the, how fast a decade goes, oh, yeah. right? I mean, look what's happened over the past 100 years. We literally went from a very old, I mean, traditional thought pattern, Mm -hmm. like stuff that from like the colonial days, right? To where we are now in this futuristic world. Yeah. And people just think different. And uh, they're just not buying into everything that mom and dad and grandpa and grandpa believed. That's what it comes down to. And they're kind of blazing their own path. Yeah. They're uh, looking at, how things have always been done and not saying, oh, this is how we've always done it. So right. this is how we'll keep doing it. Yeah, that's not just a dangerous statement in an office work environment. Right. <laughs> that's a dangerous statement in life. Yeah. Because you might just waste too much time. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's an interesting, it's an interesting look at, like I said, going back to where we started this conversation, you're a combination, you're an average of the five people in your life that you spend the most time with. I heard that. That could be a heartwarming thought. It could be a scary thought. Right. Seriously. Depending on what that looks like. And it it brings up that thought of like, well, if I'm at work just tolerating people Mm -hmm. and I'm bitter and I don't want to be there and I get the Sunday scaries and all I look forward to starting Monday morning is Friday afternoon. You might want to take a look at maybe taking it. A, a, different, a different direction. A different direction. Yeah. <laughs> There's not even a question. Uh, well, it, we, we talked about this yesterday, the week's here. It's now Tuesday. <laughs> and this is, I don't know what it is about this week, but it always, this to me feels like, oh God, it's here. 
Oh, the yeah. holidays, right? And it's such a funny week because like public school where we live only had school yesterday. One day. Clara has school yesterday and today. And then people are trying to work and they're like, oh, circle back with me after the holiday. Don't you like, think? No, it's getting anything yeah. done. Don't you think that most companies and we, we learned this through our career up to this, well, you know, through broadcasting. You get nothing done this week. <laughs> no, it's such a hard, it's such you a know. hard week. And then, like, some people are bringing kids into the office because that's that's the only option right, that they right. have for because there's no childcare and it's yeah. Every email is returned with either an, an out of office, like I'll be back on November twenty eighth, right? Or right. yeah, that sounds great. Let's talk again next week after the holidays over. And you and like, I always. Okay, okay. W- when we were doing our show, our, our radio, we always took this week off, like the majority of it anyway. Yeah, we did. And we always took about 10 days off for Christmas as well. Yeah. I, I mean, am, it's just like, yeah. I am taking um, the week between Christmas and New Year's off. This That's week. awesome, right? And yeah, I'm looking, I always, I'm looking forward to it. Just take a deep breath and decompress from the year, right. which is what it's going to feel like. This has been like for you and I, right? It's like... A big shift. Yeah, so many. Everything changed. So many things. So it'll be nice to just. Reflect. Exhale. Yes. Yeah, I I think that's a good word. Exhale. So as you're out and about running around, I'm telling you, make sure you visit local shops. Uh, There was an article recently that I, I read online here about our the community that we live in, how these smaller local businesses are growing, growing, growing. There's so and many, growing. and, and we I have so many that. unique spots. I love that. Yeah, it's so cool. So, again, I know that Black Friday is coming up, but I'm a big believer in Small Business Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, make sure you uh, patronize your local small businesses because that's where you get all the cool stuff, anyways, right? Oh, yeah. And I'm very happy because I have an appointment at. Heat salon tomorrow over lunch to get my extensions put back in, so I don't have you, to feel like. Uh, so you, you'll have them for the Thanksgiving. Yes, Did you think I, you were going to get it done that quick? No, Megan is amazing, and That's I like awesome. sent her a panic text, and I was like, I can't do this, <laughs> I can't do it, and she's like, I got you. I and we're doing something um, coming up that I I was like, I have to look good because this listen, is important. <laughs> not to make you sound like you're a robot. Or anything, yeah. but I can tell that your attitude changed when when you had your extensions removed. <laughs> I'm not lying. I think you were self conscious about I it. I am I'm, because to me, it you to you it means more. I think than than to the people that know you because you're still just right. you to me. And that's the weird thing. Your your extensions were not an extension of you, right? And they didn't <laughs> right? make me no. different. It didn't, make- but I did feel different. Right. And I think that's like that show that we did a couple of weeks ago where we were talking about those like kind of aesthetic yes. upgrades, whether it be your nails or your eyelash extensions yes. or Botox or whatever it is. Like you're not doing it for someone else. It's for yourself. Yes. And like, if you find a thing that makes you feel good, like hair extensions, do it. It you know, it's like it's for for the bonded extensions at Heat. It's like a twice a year investment, and it really does. I really do it cha- feel good. It changes your attitude. I really yeah, do feel good. So I was like, I got to get the hair put back in. So I'm I going can, tomorrow. I could tell. I can tell 
Right? And I was like, oh, God. I just have, ve- I have very, very fine, thin hair. I know, but people who know you I know, and have known not you like, your whole life. Oh, no. Jess has fine, thin hair. I know that. <laughs> right. And no one's like thinking about it or spending no. any energy on my hair except for me. You know what? I real- When I realized that I am one of the individuals who suffers from anxiety, is when I heard a therapist describe it. And I was like, yeah, that's me because I used to, and I'm, I'm still, I still work on this, but I used to always think that people paid attention to things like that. Oh, right. And, and, right, and, right, and, right. It, and it turns out he was like 99% of the time people don't pay You're, you're the furthest thing right. from their mind. I know. They don't care because they go home, they have all of their own problems. And he went through this litany of all of these things that they have going on in their life. He goes, mm-hmm. You think too much of yourself, right? He goes, don't, the only person that's concerned about most of that is just you. Oh, completely. And it's so, everyone does it. Right. So everyone's having this experience where they think everyone's looking at me and, oh, everybody doesn't like me or everybody is, thinks I'm weird or like all, you have all of these thoughts, but really if you were in people's heads, they're not thinking about you most of the time. Like maybe your family and your close friends and your spouse, they're thinking about you, you, but they're not thinking like that, I hope. It was one of the biggest uh, hangups I had throughout my life prior to recently when it came to going to a gym. Sure. Right on like a regular you basis. Everyone yes. was looking at you. They're or, like, "Look at that guy. He can't do anything." You know? Or, oh God, look at him, a little, little weenie with his little weenie weights. And you know, I mean, honestly, but you start thinking like that, not realizing that everybody else that's there is concentrating on themselves, and they don't care about you. Right? They odds are they don't even know you're there. No. I got freaked out this past weekend. I went Sunday before the Vikings game. I should have been there during the Vikings yeah, no game, kidding. but. I went there and I was by myself for a while and I looked over a, on, across my shoulder and there was a, a girl in the, the gym we go to has three different rooms, right? Yep. You have the main weight room, then there's a, a functional training room, and then there's the room where they do all the classes and stuff like that. That has a lot of equipment in there as well. But she had gone over there and slipped in because I had my earbuds in, <laughs> right? And she had slipped in to do her workout. And just out of a glimpse, I was by myself, and it gets weird, right? When I'm in a big, sure, when sure. I'm in a big building like that, and I jumped. When I looked over my shoulder, I looked through the glass because there was just <laughs> enough reflection, and I freaked out. And then, oh my god, it just scared the crap out of me. Did she see you? Yes. And <laughs> I was like, oh god, too. no, because uh, she pro- she knew I was there, right? Sure. She had come in and seen me, and I was facing away. And I was like, it scared the daylights out of me because you just don't, you're not, you know, yeah. I was like, I'm in here by myself. This oh, is, that's funny. This is a big thing. But again, when I'm in there now with people, I know that they're not paying attention. Nope. That's the, but, but, but it's so easy. I know I, I do the same exact thing and then I have to like recenter myself and I went to a fundraiser by myself on Friday night. Clara right. was sick. We were supposed to go together. So it, that feels a little weird. Sure. I, I can do it, but it feels a little weird. And I was standing kind of in the back of the room and it was during the program. I had gone to the bathroom and then I was like, oh my God. And I remember thinking like, everyone's looking at me and like, I'm so <laughs> right. awkward and I'm here by myself and everyone notices. And I was like, stop. Right. If you were in all of these 500 people's heads right now, not a single one of them is thinking about you being here by yourself. Right. So go sit down, knock it off. <laughs> literally nobody. <laughs> no, literally I know. nobody. I know, but you have to remind yourself because it, it, everyone gets in their head like that. Like, oh, I'm so awkward. Oh, I'm so embarrassing. Like, 
you're only awkward and embarrassing to yourself. Yeah, I no one else is paying attention. I, I was, I've been like that my whole life, just super conscious about what I'm doing and who's looking and who's paying attention. And when I heard that guy describe that for the first time, I'm like, that's me. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah. now, now I get it. And uh, you know what? Just know that if you're like that, you're not alone. Yeah. A lot of people feel like that. Totally. But, yes. But once you learn to realize that nobody's paying attention and it takes work. And you have to remind yourself yeah. in the moment. Constantly. Like, oh yeah, that's yeah. right. No one's paying attention. Right. God. <laughs> so that was one of the biggest, that's an example of having that kind of a hang up. Yep. Right. I totally get it. So you'll never have that problem again at JP Fitness. And I know we're, cro- we're closing in on the end of the year. I don't, I'm not encouraging you to wait. I would get in there and I've seen people doing it, by the way, have a conversation mm-hmm. with them. The great thing about the JP and it's a fitness center. I don't even want to use, it is a gym, right? You have all that stuff, but it's an individual customized approach to you. Yep. What do you want to accomplish? Where are you at and how are you going to get to where you want to be? That's what they will do for you. I'm telling you, one of the best investments you'll make in your entire life moving forward. All right. Having said that, have yourself a fantastic Tuesday. We'll be back uh, tomorrow morning. Don't forget the green beans. Do not forget the green beans. (laughs) And if you don't have the turkey out yet, you might be in in trouble.